minute, crossfade. The Daily Talk Show. A conversation sometimes worth recording with Josh Jensen and Tommy Jacket. <laughs> It's the Daily Talk Show, everyone. This is one of the pre-records. Uh, We've got a, a special guest. Hang on, I didn't even make to the Daily. I'm just one of the... Yeah, so this is... No, no, I'm we've got Leon Shergren <laughs> uh, on the show. No, we've, um, we're just pre-recording the guest ones because... When, going uh, away. Yeah. Currently, Josh is sunning himself in... Uh, Do you say sunning myself? Yeah, sunning yeah. himself okay. in Mykonos yeah. or somewhere within Europe. Is that where I've, you're going? Yeah, I've got a uh, dedicated ISDN line. Do you, do you actually? I was going to say. We've got a big crazy. budget for this show, Leon. <laughs> How impressed would you be uh, if I had... If you had an ISDN line, yeah, I'd be very impressed. Was, but I was even thinking, wouldn't it be great to... There was a part of me which was like, if the internet's really shit, which is what I'm going to be relying on to do the Where the are podcast, you going, by the way? Uh, Bree knows, but we're going to... Uh, <laughs> we're going to... Bree's in the room, that's why I sort of said... But, uh, no, uh, London and then to... Italy. Italy. And then we're going to do like Eastern Europe... Uh, Montenegro, uh, and Turkey, and a bunch of other places. Yeah, great. Yeah. So I know that Vodafone in Italy's got the fastest 4G. Yeah. Jeez, so, what's happening over in Italy with yeah, Vodafone? No, no, that's where it's at. So um, anyway, that's uh, we've decided that uh, we're banking our guest ones because it's good to have it in person. Thank you. And um, and we'll put these out if there's any either one. Technical Leon, desi- Leon, do you remember the days of us working on the street team? Oh, I fondly remember that. Do you remember the day? It, it sounded a- like I, people are going to say, hey, I thought you didn't edit the show, but Tommy's managed to do <laughs> what sounds like an abrupt edit. Yeah, because I, 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 I was boring. It was, you were really boring. <laughs> Thank really you so boring. much for saving that. Remember, <laughs> I tune out. So Le- Leon and I worked at Fox FM the early days um, on the street team delivering Icy cold cans of coke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was that one. People say that and like as a joke, but we actually did do we, that. <laughs> we did exactly that. Yeah. There was this one shift though that you and I did, and I want to know if you remember. It was after the Christmas party. I was so hungover, and you were so hungover, and we were driving out to where Josh <laughs> grew up. We were so at Berwick. We were okay. in Berwick, yeah, and we were at some chicken shop, and it was hell. You I don't, don't remember, remember that? that one. I yeah. did, like a lot of the shifts were hungover, <laughs> but I don't remember that one specifically. No, it, that that scarred me. It was I think it was towards the end of my career as a street teamer. Yeah, but it was hell, and you were there with me. So I'm glad I supported I've you. Got, through it. I've got fond You're memories here today of you. because of me. You support, and you dr- you drove. Which I was really well, appreciative of. Someone's that willing day. to take the, Let's the not point. Say who drove. <laughs> <laughs> you can't breath yeah. test them. We did the past. Yes. <laughs> I've never met someone that could drive so well completely drunk. No, I, I just hung over. I didn't say drunk. No, 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 this no. is the day after. Yeah. I just like, you can't breath test the past. <laughs> <laughs> you can't breath it. Or the street team, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As they get pulled over. Oh, mate. We're Cops, just the, give a few cans yeah. of Coke, you're off. Exactly. <laughs> Mate, we're not doing anything. But when we used to drive these street team cars, they would have like um, Hamish and Andy on the side, like their decals. People legit thought, oh, Hamish Hamish and Andy are in there, aren't they? Yeah, exactly. Because that's what they do is drive around cars with their faces (laughs) on it. Well, funny you say that because I was pitching to Tommy... To have the daily talk show and a decal, but I've quoted it up to expensive. How much? 2800 What was the decal going to be? Like your faces? Yeah, yeah. So, well, it was going to be... That's pretty like... No offense, not many people know what you look like. But that's why we need to get our face out there. <laughs> okay, yeah, good point. It's sort of like a you know new new team to the market. Need to yeah. push hard. I was just thinking, you've literally done the classic work your way up from the street team 
yeah, to a, a legitimate role within the radio station. Yeah, it's uh, December this year will be 10 years in the company. Far what do out. they give you after 10 years? I think you get long service leave. No, you yeah. have to be. You have to have been an employee. We were just casuals. No, no I was an employee because I was a panel Gee, operator. Oh, I was a street teamer. <laughs> do they? Because I actually here's a fun, I don't know if you know this, but I was I started off at Fox FM, the radio station, mm. as a panel operator, so pressing the buttons for shows like like the night shows, um, like um, Jack Post yeah. used to do, cackling and, Jack, <clears throat> cackling Jack, and um, episode nine. I wanted some. <laughs> I wanted some extra cash. And I wanted to get more job, like, you know, hours within the radio station. So I applied for the street team just so I can do that as well. And I got rejected. <laughs> Why? Because I was told. Retho test. <laughs> <laughs> That's all my driving. I was told they wanted me to focus on um, panelling because not many people could do it. And then about a month later, four people quit at the same time. They came <laughs> crawling back. You said, yeah, yeah. All right. Just yeah. this once. Well, Leon uh, and I worked together for 11 Did months. You? Yeah. Did oh, you know? that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Fond memories. Yeah, it was good. Leon saying it with a smile on your face. What do you remember of the, that I, time? Whenever you say that, I just remember you in a, a, an unshaped costume. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> and, right. Yeah. And so what were I, you doing at the time, Leon? I was a junior producer on that radio show, Fifi and Jules. Yeah, okay. and I was, and the, the, I was the digital content producer. And I was the classic trying to weasel content ideas yeah. on air. What Very hard for me to get to do any social media stuff but yeah. always had a phone up. always wanted to be the talent yeah. always, was, was there a vibe of um, Josh wanting to be on air absolutely I'm still <laughs> yeah. convinced the time that he pissed his pants he did that on purpose for content yeah. wouldn't put all it past for me content. all for content wouldn't put it past me okay so then at that point you were a um, junior producer yep and then then you moved to Sydney uh, no then I was an EP, I was the EP of the National Drive show when Dan and Fifi and Jules finished I, Dan and Maz. That's yeah. right. And then went to Sydney with Dan and Maz to do breakfast for nine months and relaxed. Um, and then uh, did like a month on Rove and Sam and then went to Triple M and worked with Merrick. That was the length of the show, wasn't it? One month of Rove and Sam. No comment. Oh. <laughs> and uh, Leon, I actually don't know. Leon, that was in Sydney. Leon so. has already has said prior. I DM'd him today saying, "Hey, yes. can uh, I said can you come on the show?" He said, "Well, he didn't say yes straight away." He said, <laughs> some oh, limitations. I, "Hey, I just don't want to go into sort of the radio, the political side of the radio stuff because for, if you're within the local context." Uh, it's been very popular for radio personalities yeah. or going the on industry podcasts. going on podcasts and yeah. thinking that it's just some conversation that's <laughs> yeah. not being recorded. A lot of people just don't realise they're being recorded. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's a. Um, I'm happy. To, I'm. I'm just talking about my where I've come from, where I am. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and where you going? I, I feel like. <laughs> I was going to ask before. I was going to ask it over no. the ten years. Did SEA ever lifted the pay freeze? Because when I was always told the pay that freeze, it, what's, what's the pay? What's that? Maybe that was just for me. I was told that I couldn't get a pay rise because Absolutely of the pay. Not. I've had a few. It was for all the arrogant assholes trying to get on air that when was, they were, yeah. didn't know their place. They were paying you in content. That was so Mate, annoying. Give you an Instagram post, and then you'll be. I happy. had a recruiter tell me. They said, "Look, if you prove yourself after the first six months." You'll be. I asked for ten grand for more than. I think because you've been there for six months. As I said, I'm almost on ten years, so I think I have the right to ask for that. Yeah, no, I was still, I was still a bit disappointed. Okay, so uh, we won't slander any uh, past radio shows you've worked with, uh, but now. <laughs> and then Tommy's got nothing. Can you hear Tommy's like so? Uh, no, what but do you want to talk I want to know. Then you, because so I was at Triple M with Merrick. Okay, and then I last a year ago last week I moved back to Melbourne um, to do the breakfast show on Fox FM. 
All right, now I'm up to scratch. Because yeah. I lost you for a couple of years. Yeah, you were in Sydney. I was in Melbourne. Oh, yeah. I was in Sydney. You are in Melbourne. Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. We yeah. literally did the the opposite. Yeah. So, so now early, we're back together, best friends. Yeah. Early morning. Nothing. It's like the street team. Days. Exactly right. I've got some <laughs> cans of Coke. <laughs> well, I'm actually drinking Diet yeah, Coke. I've got the, the uh, Coke no, Zero. It's a Coke Zero. Okay. Which brings me to uh, Coke Zero versus Coke No Sugar, <laughs> which oh was a bit of gear. That, no, <laughs> we we finally got a sponsor. <laughs> yeah, we finally, I wish. Finally got a sponsor. Um, breakfast, breakfast hours. Mm. How much does it fuck your life? You know what? It doesn't. For me, much like I, I have massive FOMO, mm. so I like I love going out. I go to a lot of gigs. Um, I just like not being at home, and so I make sure that I still. What's do happening that. at home? Is something <laughs> going on? Sounds really. <laughs> is everything okay? okay. You've got, <laughs> no, but you've got one of the best uh, sort of uh, bar areas. Yeah, in, exactly uh, right. In, in your apartment, as well as getting stuff in your bar, unit. Fully no, stocked. Yeah, it's very impressive. So I'm trying. I'm saying it away from home to avoid that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I just, I just, I. I I don't nap heaps, but I try and get a little bit here and there. I get about 10 or 11 a month at four. Far out. You're outrageous. Like I need nine hours. If I, if I get less than nine hours of sleep. He's a princess. Or eight hours. So less than eight hours. Yeah. It's, it's not ideal. Yeah. Well, it's a bit, that's hard to achieve when you are waking up at 4am for your, your breakfast. I think you run on adrenaline for a few hours and then you, you get busy after the show finishes and then, you know, you get to one thirty, two o'clock, you're done. So and now, you, so you know, you're EPing the show. Yeah, and for anyone who is thinking that an EP role sounds really glamorous, mm. what, like, what's the, what is your, da- how long are you having to stay in at work? Uh, it changes around. Like, I'm, I get in at you know quarter to five, um, scout the intent, look for ideas, and then the show's six to nine, and then you have meetings and action stuff that you need to do, and then you're usually out by like one. Sometimes two o'clock. Mm. It's like a it's a normal work day, but then you're just always monitoring. I'm constantly monitoring news, Twitter, anything like that, just I, for content yeah, in the I afternoons feel, to you know follow up the next day. When I was in Shep, I felt like it was constant. Even though you finish at like twelve, one, it definitely is constant. But I feel like I know. Re- I think regional must be a lot. I haven't done it, but I feel like it must be a lot. You haven't got as many people working with you. Like we've there's got a two, pretty good team. There's two of us, mate. The two people on air. I think, including yeah. our on-air guys, is about ten of us. Yeah. So you know, everyone's sort of like looking at the right things. We've all got enough brains to bring content. And I just remember watching Paul Dowsley do that job. Like, and it's like it takes a certain like type of person to be able to just like be relentless. And he now does. Um, so channel like 7 Channel Seven. I feel like the chasing that, leads yeah, and that sort of stuff it's the same sort of thing I, isn't I love it? that as well like chasing when a big news story breaks scouring Twitter looking for Facebook like finally the family friends and trying to get someone on the show to what's talk the to. best get that you've gotten through all of that sort of stuff um, I once found actually my first producing job when I was um, on the Hot 30 the countdown show I moved up to Sydney for that it was when One Direction were just taking off and they were massive and it was, Twitter was big and I was just trying to find any angle to get you to speak to anyone about them, and you know you'd get that's great content. And I tracked down um, uh, was it Zane? It was Zane's mum through like a lot of just searching around, looking on Twitter. I found out that this. one of uh, Zane's mum worked at the canteen at the school. So I would I stay back till two a.m. one morning 
till the canteen was open, called and said, oh, I'm just calling for this person, got her on the phone and then convinced her to do an interview. No. Amazing. Back was in she, the day. Was she a nice lady? She was like, you went, for this, you went to this effort. Yeah, sure, great. <laughs> and you told her. So what's the sell to her? How did, how's that like, conversation I was like, hey, go? I'm just from an Australian radio station, massive fan of your son. He's coming here soon to tour. Would love to, you know, hear about his childhood. And, and she was like, oh, sure, great. <laughs> Fuck, I wonder how removed they are from, you know, like he's amongst the fame. He's, get, he's getting and all the people around him are understanding that there's people coming from every angle. But mate, I mean, she still works in a canteen. That's it. He's not, he's not funding her life on a yacht. Yeah, exactly right. So she's just thinking, oh, this is lovely. That's the canteen on the yacht. <laughs> <laughs> the canteen is just the name of the yacht. No, as a, as it, man, that, that actually just reminded me mm. of... Um, the produ- remember the producers conference that you would happen at, yes. at yeah. the and I just remember uh, it just uh, popped up I was doing some research for another guest and Reese Maston's name came up yes man do you remember Reese Maston yeah like what's he doing like is he like you're very much on top of pop, pop culture pop culture yeah, yeah. what's it what gig level is he is he doing now <laughs> I look I've seen it, I think he's still working on music i think he's doing a lot of writing not so much performing i think mm. i know i've seen him around doing things but yeah i don't think they're commercial radio <laughs> is that the same as i'm i'm currently building a business yeah business no if you're freelancing business yeah. has, hasn't yeah. taken off yet yeah freelancing yeah looking for, freelancing, writing. Yeah. for all i know he's writing a lot of songs for massive for yeah you know pop stars no, i'm not gonna shit can him but i saw but some it, people interviewing him recently from um, from our station yeah yeah, yeah, yeah that's the yeah, only lewis, reason I think. Lincoln, luke and lewis luke yeah. and lewis oh, okay. yeah, yeah. so it's all still fresh but i think they're playing on the bit of the fanboying on reese maston because he's not as you know prominent as he once was no. but they still love but him nor are they so yeah yeah <laughs> 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 we're gonna, gonna, be, gonna come together right <laughs> if we're gonna bring reese down let's get them all hey who else we got who else we got <laughs> no, Sam Kavanagh mm. used to use, um, who was one of the, the what, what would you call Sammy now? What is Sam's role now? He's an executive producer. Content guy. Slash. Content. Uh, national. Yeah, he's, yeah, actually he's, he can call himself whatever he wants. So, but he's been, he's been at the forefront of some of the biggest shows Absolutely. in the radio yeah, yeah. industry in Australia. <laughs> but Sam was doing a prezzo and he would use Reese Maston and did you, have you seen this well, present? No, so I was, he, I remember he, <laughs> Sam interviewed Reese. Mm. And um, I think we talk away from it like, oh, we need to. Reese was saying, like, you need to give your fans a name. Do you remember this? Yes. <laughs> so well, it's like um, One Direction. Uh, yeah, yeah, Directioners. Gaga has the little monsters. Yeah. Um, believers, believers. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. And so he was just saying, like, the key to all of this shit, like, just, you know. Is to come up with a, a name for <laughs> your fans, his? but he, I, I feel like it was was it Mastinators? <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like it was something like that. Mastinators. That's what he wants great. them to do. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the, the, he led the charge. <laughs> wow, this is a real. I'm sorry, Leon. No, no, no. You really entered into a smut fest, mate. We don't have filters here. We don't have no, no, a radio no boss whatsoever. to yeah. hold us down. I do, but <laughs> yeah, you, <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> Podcast killed the yeah. radio industry. <laughs> talking about podcasting, I mean, the fact, people are talking about uh, podcasting a lot now. Mm. But uh, what would have been over a year ago now that you did your Am I Funny podcast? Yeah, it was like a year, uh, yeah, a year, two months ago. What, no, two weeks ago, sorry. What, uh, what inspired you to do it? Um, I was looking for something to do creatively outside of work. 
um, but in the same sort of industry. It's just something creative to work on. And I thought about maybe trying stand-up comedy because I was mates with a comedian, Justin Hamilton, mm-hmm. and we'd been talking about it. And then I caught up with Sam Kavanagh um, for dinner once when he was up in Sydney. And He's like, what's your audience name? <laughs> <laughs> was Reese Masson there? Masson there is a robot. Yeah, yeah, it's been taken. Yeah. So, um, so sorry, Reese is calling Matt. Got a yard. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, I told him I was um, thinking about doing comedy. But then I also was, I was talking to him about podcasts and just sort of occurred to me. I was like, why don't I try and do the both and just do a bit of... It was essentially I gave myself a, a deadline to learn stand-up comedy and perform it. And the show's called How um, Am, I, Am funny? I Funny? Am I Funny? Yeah. Awesome. I loved it. Have, it? I, seen, have I told you that? No. Well, this well, is a I'm nice told you that there. Hurtful. Tommy, Tommy no, doesn't no, I normally I feel like I've texted you and said I love the show or something. Oh, maybe you did. I've got a lot of those texts. He's sort of all circle jerking. It sounded like you were going to say, funny? how am I funny? How is he funny? Oh, <laughs> am I funny? No, am I funny? Well, the thing is, it's the complete opposite of this podcast. Mm. It was a... It was fully produced, scripted, um, you know, but the hard thing was I didn't realise that at the time, because I did it in real time, so I would learn things, but you know, catalogue it during the week, but then put it all together in a scripted package um, each weekend whilst trying to still, like, learn comedy and plan a live stand-up show mm. and a few other hurdles got thrown in there in the meantime. Like the one where there was the exact same show in New York? There was that, but also, like, things came... Like, I was um, looking at moving... I was moving back down to Melbourne, but I couldn't talk about that publicly because it was a new contract and other people hadn't been moved yet, so... I was stressing about moving my life whilst trying to do this podcast yeah. and write stand-up comedy and had a bit of a breakdown. Oh, really? <laughs> what, did, what, did the bra- yeah. what did the breakdown look like internally? Like, is I it like just a, like- a panic attack, anxiety attack. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, it was, you know, um, just everything was overwhelming. Fuck, isn't that the, the reality, though, for life when you're creating and you've come out the other side of having made it yeah. and it did well yeah, yeah. and it was awesome and yeah. you did an amazing job and it's like but it still has th- that always happens like I've found that things that I've had the most creative success with have been like fucking torturous in some oh, respects absolutely. hard and annoying yeah I could just have been, like this podcast with Josh <laughs> <laughs> it was, it's like this this trip that I'm going on like I, I oh leave, here we go I, 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 leave in a, I leave in a week no but I'm like Really anxious because I know yeah. that I've got this. It's that you thing. You don't even of, know where you're going. Yeah. <laughs> How are you anxious? I'd be anxious. Well, if I was free, I'd be anxious. <laughs> well, it's, it's that thing of like I wrote on an index. One thing I found that really helped me was actually writing down what I need to do. You know, like you just have no sense of what it is that I actually need to do before it gets to the end. Yeah, yeah. Do you feel like how did you work out the podcast? How did you work out what you actually needed to get done? Uh, like storyboarding, planning. Mm-hmm. I'm a very, like, I love lists. Yeah. Like, I will list things I have to do, even, like, on the weekend. Like, I've got these things to do. I've got to catch up with that, mate, as well, or I'm going to this thing. Mm-hmm. Seven beers. Yeah, that's it. Like, I'll, I'll go, great. Um, in my producer mind, I'll go, how do I fit this all in? Mm-hmm. You know, it's with tasks. And same with this podcast. I looked at how many weeks it would look, look like. Yeah. And... And then I think you're talking about one. this podcast as in doing this show. It's like, I worked out your reach. I worked out and then how much I like you guys but, both. Yeah. Came up with a number and I had 45 minutes. But were you saying, Josh, that the reliever of the anxiety is you oh, Yeah, we'll do it. Like writing the, the out process stuff. of doing it, like the process of actually writing out has helped me tremendously. Mm. Like it's actually like, okay, I can actually place all of this stuff. It, you, it actually relieves your anxiety a bit. Because yeah. you go, oh, it's just... 
once I do that, that yeah. pretty much covers that thing. And then I've got two other things to do and it's, it's it. Like it, yeah, I think visualizing it like that is a great way to do it. And so you had a breakdown during the... A little uh, bit, a, like a couple of, I would call mild, I've never had them before, but I assume they'd be mild panic slash anxiety attacks where it was just, everything was overwhelming. I just wanted to be away from people. Like, you know, just, it was, yeah, you it was overwhelming. Where, where did it, where did they... I remember it was actually Anzac Day last year. Uh-huh. Um, and my mates wanted me to go catch, catch up with them. And I was like, oh, I need to do this other work and I need to write the podcast. And mm. like just them texting going, why aren't you coming out? I'm, you know, it's doing never this. never happened and- to me in my life. <laughs> 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 well, yeah, yeah, go on. You're feeling the anxiety now, Josh, aren't you? <laughs> and I, was, I was in at work doing extra work plus the podcast stuff. And I just went, I need to go home. And my housemates were away and I just, I was at home and... Uh, actually, my ex-girlfriend at the time was like, Can, I'll come over. And I was like, you know what? I just, literally, I can't just face seeing anyone right now. I'm just like overwhelmed by everything. Mm. So, um, yeah. But I, like a few hours later, it was kind of like I did. I just wrote it. I actually wrote it out and I went, okay, there's a few things I need to do. But some of them are time sensitive. I'll be fine. I can just, yeah, visualize it. It seems like, uh, do you think it's the creative field is more likely to have mental health issues or like why is it why is it that we're all fucked <laughs> um that's a very broad question to ask it's <laughs> what we do here yeah. asking the broad why question. are we all fucked why are we all fucked now just riff on uh, it i don't know i think there's a lot of pressure these days mm. pressure from everything time work everything it's like is it external pressure or is it pressure that we create ourselves i think this is I credit myself because mm. I said, yeah, I'm going to do this podcast. Yeah. And the point of the podcast was I'd, I'd thought about doing comedy before and I was like, the, the, I'd always get to a point and go, nah, it's too hard. I'll just do it another time. <laughs> but yeah. publicly saying in seven weeks on this podcast, you'll hear my stand-up comedy, whether it's good or bad, I'll do it. And so that set that limit of like, I have to do it. Mm. How, Tommy has a, one of his awesome skills is being able to capture things in the moment, capture life as they happen. Mm. Whereas I really... ABC, sh- mate, always yeah. be contenting. Always be, co- always always be, be contenting. Be content. I like ABC. I've got the domain name allforcontent.com, which is sort of similar. Up for sale and if you want uh, to buy yeah. it, make I your just, offer. I'm just throwing out the... Do, do, do you want it? <laughs> is that Australian federal crimes? <laughs> oh, that's .org. All for content. No, all for content. All for I've content. Got a- the AFC. AFC, AFC is the Australian federal crime... That's probably Commission. .gov.au, maybe. Yeah, no, I've, no, I've got, have you got all, that one as I've well. Got, <laughs> to be clear, I don't have the acronym. I've just got all for content. Oh, that's, you can't that's buy quite any wordy. Acronym. You that's can't get wordy. acronym websites anymore. They're all taken, aren't they? No, that's not how it works. I mean, you could have like a... I could create my own acronym. No, but 20, like, sorry, sorry. You could have a 20 I'll word... S- I'll say it again. Three-letter acronym. Three-letter yeah. would be three quite letter expensive. three-letter websites yeah. you can't quite get. Expensive. They're, all, they're yeah. all done. All bought. No, but... What the fuck was I just? So talking I capture about? stuff in the oh, moment. Oh no, yeah, no. So to, oh, yeah, cap- yeah, yeah. So Tommy, Tommy captures shit in the moment. I tried it. Went mm. to a Bree and I went on a holiday to WA, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be a bit of a fucking vlogger. Recorded for like the first two minutes. <laughs> I'm just like, this is too hard. Um, how did you find when you were creating the podcast? All of that anxiety, the panic attack, probably would have been the best bit of content you could yeah. have created. Oh, yeah, it was actually. Well, I mean, I would well, have. It was enjoyed- so real. Yeah. That was the thing. Like I. I think for me, and I'm always like this when I'm producing any sort of content, I would try and I know what I want to try and get. Like I will, I'll go in somewhere going, yeah, I'm probably going to get something around that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to this comedy show, so I'm going to record my thoughts straight after what, what it was. And then sometimes things will pop up that you record because I hate just recording for hours and then going, what have I got? Yeah. Well, mm. the pop-up stuff I think is, is the hard bit, right? Because it's the, uh, cause that's the stuff that can add 
something completely different. Hmm, but it's also meaning that you might not be going necessarily the same way that you that you um, intended. Pop up meaning just the direction well, of something well, might change. Yeah, yeah just the uh, those events that Leon was talking well, about. Yeah, like there's not like I one of the parts of the podcast is I originally aimed for eight weeks, eight episodes, and um, I booked a, a, the gig venue in. And then it wasn't until the week after or during that week, Sam Kavanagh, who was sort of uh, co-producing it with me, he said, hey, I'm going to call you, record this call. And he called me and told me, you've booked the wrong date. That's a week earlier. <laughs> I was like, fuck. My parents were already planning to come up. My sister was flying up. And I was like, I, I just, all right, I'm just have to do one less episode and... Yeah, I'm doing it a week earlier. Like, we, just we've, we've found the cause of the anxiety. Um, <laughs> it was, it's Sam. Trying to, it's, it's, but it's Sam. also Sam. Every single time he's got bad news, mate, you might want to record this. Yeah, I'm like, if this is about my nana passing away, <laughs> I'm going to be really pissed up, mate. Just press record and see what happens. It might be good. Yeah, it might be. Really, we don't have to use it. Yeah, it might be really good. Hey Sam, how you going, mate? Nana's dead. <laughs> I, knew it. I knew it. I knew it. But I was recording. It's good. <laughs> it's all. Uh, Play this back what, at the what is, what is ABC again? What, what is it all about? Always, always be contenting. Always. Where is that from? What's that a reference? I of? feel like it might be Reese Maston. Reese Maston. Yeah, seen Reese Maston. Yeah, the little contenters. <laughs> hey. <laughs> it's a bunch of my little. I can't con- remember that came from. I think it might have been. It could have been Dave Thornton, the comedian. Yeah. Mm. When I, I worked yeah. with him briefly in radio, and um. And when he left, I gave him a. I made a mug. I think yeah, he must have been saying it because I made a mug for him that said "always be contenting" on it. I love and every now and then, I just get a text from him, just holding up the mug, saying "got a lot of content." Oh, and I love Thorno. He That's was great. he was the one who, uh, when I was thinking about quitting my job, was like, "Yeah, man, just do it." He was, <laughs> was look at you now. Yeah, look at me now. Was he in a job at that point? Yeah, he was at the company that I was uh, quitting. He's just like, "Yeah, you'll find something else. Go for it, man." Well, I think you learn that always be contenting. When producing is like an amazing skill to have, yeah. If you want to be a creator, yeah, totally. Like I think drawing all the things, you know, you going to make this podcast, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you're the talent, but you've also got the content chops, absolutely, and understanding of it all, yeah. And then so you you made this show, and you, what, how did you actually feel about? Because it led up to you doing stand up for the very yeah. first time. Yep. Fuck that. <laughs> have you done it? I think you'd have done it. No way. No it's way. Interesting. Have you done it? I'll be. I'll be honest. Uh, but I could do it. Is, is what he's about to say. I haven't, but I could. <laughs> no, you I were did. listening. <laughs> he wasn't. He <laughs> was listening. I, I never ever multitask. But I wanted to reference something on my phone, and uh, I thought that maybe Tommy could have the conversation on the floor without me for no, a no, minute. I didn't even ask you anything, Leon. Well, sorry, back to your phone. What was the no? What, what was the question? That I want to bring up this phone thing. The question was: Have you done stand up? I thought you would have done stand up. No, I uh, I've I've watched stand up. Okay, <laughs> it's not the same it's thing. Great That's I own Dad Carl Barron DVD. No. <laughs> I've <laughs> I just, it's just It's very like 90s mainstream comedy Yeah well I was going through all my DVDs I had Can, I, can I guess Can I? Did you have any more comedy DVDs? Uh, did, yes Yes Did you have Jim Owen? No but mum and dad did But yeah. then mum Scared with little guys? <laughs> never had Umbilical brothers No okay. and, Arge Barker n- Yes <laughs> Yeah Got Arge Barker My favourite yeah. line I'm never going to forget it was it was a do the accent. No, I can't do the accent. Was he? Was he Canadian? Is yeah, he Canadian? Canadian? Is yes, is? still with us. Um, <laughs> still with us until Sam gives us the call. He said, "Mate, got news on Arj. Might want to record this." 
Oh, it's because Ham Cab is getting so many shouts. Shouts. Sammy, we'll get you on. We need to get him on. He wouldn't. He wouldn't do this. This is. This is. I've asked Josh before. Does he think he's funny? He said, of course I do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He thinks he's funny. No, but and, you, and you, the way you talk to me, then you're like, okay, I'm surprised you haven't done stand up. Oh, you're just you're very confident. Think, you're very confident. I feel it's like either you would I was do it just because you're going, funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not both. No, I don't think Tommy's that funny. Well, but no, the, I don't. I don't, I don't. I don't feel like I'm funny. I have fun. Mm. And you and I have had heaps of fun. We laugh heaps when we were together. Yeah. I didn't think that you that would. I didn't know that that was somewhere where you were. I've always. I don't think go. I always want to do it. I don't think I. I just. I'm a massive comedy nerd, big comedy fan. Mm. Whether it be stand up, yeah. movies, radio, TV, all that sort of stuff. But I'd always just been really intrigued about it, and I'd seen enough stand up comedy. I used to go to the Melbourne Comedy Festival just all the time and go to heaps of shows when I was growing up. Yeah. And I started to get to the point. I was like, oh, this is. I kind of understand how this works. Mm. I just never had the guts to apply it to actually doing it and, so, and how did you feel when you actually did the stand the stand up I was so relieved afterwards like it was a blur up there but like it was this weird thing where yeah it was I remember because I said oh we've got a light in the back of the room because I never knew this that when you're on stage you've got five or seven minutes whatever. they give you a time and usually they flash a light mm. um, in the background when you've got two minutes yeah. and then like flash it again when you're Got one minute. I've heard a torch, like some uh, on the real sort of smaller open mics, they have like mm. a torch. It's like yeah, the, the torch. LED ones that you <laughs> yeah, get yeah. from the servo. So yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's different types, those sort of things. <laughs> but like I didn't even, I couldn't even focus on anything. I was just blindly getting it all out. And so how long did you, how long was the set for? Is that what it's called? A set? Yeah, about six minutes, seven minutes. That's not bad. I've only got one bit that I think is good enough for a stand-up because mm. I've wrote down in case I one day uh, am interesting enough to have a memoir I've got a few ideas but <laughs> I'll tell you uh, one very quick story and then you can laugh if it's yeah. funny yeah. no I um, I bought a domain name the other day this actually, are you adding the Seinfeld theme in post or are you <laughs> <laughs> someone people have said that um when anything that I and I think this comes happens across the board, anything that in, that is funny, Seinfeld's probably like come up with like any observational shit. He's basically done it all. Yeah. But this involves domain names, so maybe not uh, <laughs> internet. No, I'm, I'm, I'm aware of that. Yeah. Uh, no, I um, I bought the domain name uh, off the grid. Dot com. No, yeah. I actually did. Yeah, no, that's actually it's not. You know what? It's only funny within the context of. Oh, that just was the joke. Sorry, no, no, I no, forgot no, no, that no, you were no, actually no, no, trying to do no, some no, stand no, up. No, no. So the joke is the the joke is I bought off the grid and I was like, couldn't believe it. Yeah, and this is a true story. Mm. This is what's annoying because it's a true story and it's really funny because it's true. Yeah, but it might not be funny if it was just a fake story. No, but I bought off the grid My heart was beating. I thought it was a really great domain name. And Bree's looking at me like, oh, I don't know if this is going to translate. Um, and so supportive. No, I got the improv during the set. I got the I got the uh, the email that it was all confirmed. I'd purchased it, and I'd bought off the com. <laughs> See, it doesn't have the same. Depends sort of, at where you're doing a, a, a domain name conference. I've got to say, yeah, yeah, it's good specific niche gear. I, I told <laughs> Dr. Jason Fox, who we had on, told him on the uh, the weekend in the car, it got. Some Good serious laugh. belly laughs. I mean, you're yeah. in a car. You have to. Yeah, there's there has the to be a response. Of, yeah. I was driving. <laughs> <laughs> you were scared. So, it's all the delivery. So, so maybe maybe that was part of it. So, do you think you're funny? I guess. The- uh, I reckon. I yeah. I think I can do it. Like, I, it's it. 
was Fuck, and you wasted our time with the whole podcast. <laughs> 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 spoiler like, I, alert I think it takes a massive skill But a lot of practice I could probably do it mm-hmm. A bit more I haven't done it since I keep saying I'm going to But I just need I probably need another podcast To do it Yeah Am I still funny? <laughs> I mean what, what I'm getting out of this is I'm feeling a bit more confident That maybe I could do stand up I think Absolutely. most people can Because maybe you don't do need what, To uh, essentially think That you're do a funny the, person The thing that really turned um, Turned the corner for me Was Someone told me, a comedian told me that um, it's just, you know when you go to a pub and you're talking to your mates and you've got... No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's excluding you from yeah, the conversation. Yeah, yeah. We're, John, talking, we're, talking, we're having a go yeah. at me for... Go like, you've got, you've got, probably got classic stories of things that happened to yeah. you. And it, you tell that story and then when you meet new people, you, they go, oh, tell them that story. And you tell yeah, that story. Yeah, but yeah. you remember the last time when you told it, you, know, you got a few reactions and you go, yeah, there's a few parts I told it. I told that story really well. You remember those, the way to tell that story. Or you go, oh, maybe... It, that was a bit flat there. It's just telling that story. If you tell those stories enough, yeah. you know the points where the laughs are going to be. Yeah. It's just a matter of broadening that to an audience. So and, and doing aware enough of, of it what too. Because you can have one funny joke. Yeah. But you can't, if we've learned anything from off the gird, you can't build a career <laughs> off it. Comedian, there's a comedian, Nat Harris. She told me. Another fellow street teamer. She's another street teamer. She we should said, get her on, but Tommy's been mentioning her she's as great. She's a legend. Um, she told me when you're getting up there, don't stress about being funny, just be interesting. Mm. Like you want to get their attention, get, engage them. And if you're having, if they're sort of comfortable and listening to you and enjoying it, they'll naturally just laugh or enjoy it as well. Yeah. You sounded like you were having a good time and you heckled someone in the crowd or something, didn't you? Or you were drinking a beer. Oh no. Yeah. I I got such dry mouth halfway through. (laughs) I just said, Guys, I've got really bad dry mouth. If you could all just round round of applause for a second while I take a drink, just to pad <laughs> that time, because I did not want. I just and that was spur of the moment thing, and um, I think it was Will Anderson or Justin Hamilton later on said that was the cockiest thing I've ever seen. I was like, <laughs> I genuinely couldn't talk, and I didn't, want to, I didn't want to watch people just watch me drink. No, I think it's <laughs> it's it's constant failing. Like I, there's such an opportunity to fail in those moments, totally, and so I and like shamefully fail, yeah. like. I when you get off that stage, you're there in the room still. There's no like site, like these small comedy rooms, there's no backstage. It's no. like you walk up from the crowd and then you get off and you walk it back out through the crowd. I think oh. that that would be the, my problem would be going into a shtick, like going into a place There's where that it's word like, again. The shtick, I love shtick. Yeah, love uh, but it's that whole um, uh, trying to protect yourself by playing some sort of character. Were you, did you feel like you were playing no, yeah, a character? Yeah, again, I was lucky with the podcast, all these comedians give me advice just to do not put on a character unless that's mm-hmm. what you're really trying to do, yeah. a character. Because then if you are, how would you react as that character? You have to think about all those things. How do you react as that character? How would that character say this? Whereas I was just, yeah, be yourself. Unless you're going, I'm doing it like a you know Chris Lilly style character. It almost has uh, the stench. Oh, stench <laughs> is such a bad word. The stench of a rebrand. I've, uh, <laughs> I've recently gone through a rebrand. Yeah. Do you, have you noticed? <laughs> I like the glasses. Thanks. They're good. Go Steve um, the hair, hair, the hair isn't the hair isn't fully rebranded at the moment um, because I only paid fifteen dollars at yeah. Just Cuts on Elizabeth, Last week. Yeah. Elizabeth Street. Go on. What else? Know, is that another sponsor you've got on board? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Just, just cuts. Fifteen bucks, mate. Grant Daniels yeah. the face of them, isn't he? Uh, is he? Oh, I think yeah. he is. I've yeah. seen him maybe in the window. He's, maybe his best cuts. No, he's quick wait. Cuts. Here, is it two different? Is it just just cuts? There's just cuts, best cuts. And there's another cuts. I can't remember that cuts. 
But no, I did. I did see the. Wasn't it Grant? I saw Grant Denyer. Best cuts. I think it may have been best. It was in Don, Doncaster. Where I remember were you going? Like, with, where were you going with the rebranding? Sorry, go on rebranding. No, in regards to uh, doing the whole comedian thing, mm. was that? Did you feel like that was an active? Was that a, a go at a rebrand? Was it no. okay? I'm going to become potentially. No, no. The, the comedian I don't think I, I. I don't want to become a comedian. I think it's something I, could, I still write down comedy now notes. Mm. But I just, I just don't perform it. I just, it's quite therapeutic to write out these things. One day I might, I don't know. But like, you essentially yeah. write a diary. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's like, really funny though. When, when Leon's <laughs> funny diary. When, when we first, title. When we first met Leon, it was probably yeah. the time when I wanted to be a presenter. But I know what you mean. It's like, at what point do you come out and go, I'm a presenter, or I want to be a presenter? Are you mm. saying that's like the you're leading with this thing that you're, yeah. you're putting out to the world. I'm going to be a stand-up comedian. Well, you had comedian. yourself as a digital... Uh, Tommy had on his Twitter bio digital personality. That was years later. Huh? That was years later that I changed that. I, that wasn't... Yeah, but you only changed it like a few weeks ago. No, but I, I think when the time I'm t- talking about, mm. as in the rebrand... I, era well you have different me. versions of rebrand so i had my rebrand and then i'm like you know what i i haven't if i'm gonna do the hair i can't have the neck beard you can't half ass that's a, your rebrand you can't half ass to re, half ass a rebrand and so you learn these things where it's like yeah. oh this thing that i actually did only works on the previous Is, I think it was a rebrand for me it was more like a hey it's kind of like a hobby not a hobby like a mm-hmm an extreme sport. Yeah. It was like trying skydiving. Well, you yeah. had one of the biggest rebrands. You texted me the, a few. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was wondering if you were tiptoeing around yeah. that. No, I'm not, not tiptoeing around it. I just wanted a seamless fucking, what's that called? Segway. 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 And, uh, and Tommy just said, you know, you're coming out. And then I'm like, here we go. <laughs> yeah. should, I stuff it? should I stuff him there? Yeah. And so I was tex- uh, texting Leon. Well, is all that chat going to be cut just to get to this part? <laughs> yeah, exactly. The it's real all, meat on the bones. Go, it's all going to this. No, but I remember. Uh, we'll leave the Reese Maston bit in. <laughs> we that was a big part of. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we weren't planning on what's going on, Bree. Do you need to go? No, oh, no one. Does anyone want no. a chai? Yeah, don't talk for me. I'd love a chai. We're just having. Uh, yeah, I'd love a chai Actually, latte. You know I'll have a chai. We'll have a Thank couple you. of chai latte. Could I have I'll a take a soy chai latte. Thanks, Bree. Normal, normal. It's fine. Can I have a flat white, maybe, please? Right. The, they do have almond milk now. You can pay on full. This is where you could have played <laughs> the song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this was. So, no, I told Bree as soon as I say, get awkward with the coming out bit, ask for coffees, ask for chais. <laughs> no, Bree said, oh, I'll get him a coffee. I said, no, he's by that. Get him a chai. He needs a chai. <laughs> so um, no, so yeah. I, got, I got a te- text from Leon. Basically, you were having a, a drinks uh, for your birthday. Yeah. And there was clearly the point where you're like, oh, fuck, Josh is going to rock up to my birthday drinks. I'm going to have a boyfriend. And so. <laughs> That's, a, that's gone through my mind so many times with so many different people recently. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's just, I just don't want Josh to be like, oh, like, could you, I could just imagine Leon's mind. Two awkward and, things. Oh, um, Josh as no, one. Yeah, yeah, and drinks. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, fact, the, the biggest compliment I got was he thought that I was going to rock up to the drinks. <laughs> and, um, no, so Leon, uh, Leon was at the, at the gym basically and he was like, hey, mate, like, oh, yeah, can we have a, uh, can we have a phone chat? Basically, and then uh, you said it's been t- it's taken me a while to work it out, but I'm by. And then you've gone through because <laughs> I'd said uh, you said you had some news. I said, "Are ah, you going to be a dad?" <laughs> That's <laughs> exactly you, what my mum said. You said so. <laughs> uh, so uh, not a father. Um, what was it like? What was it? What's that ho- whole process been like? It's been really weird, but like 
fine. It's not another podcast, is it? <laughs> yeah, this is all. <laughs> Am I straight? <laughs> I'll give you a, a spoiler alert. Um, no, it's been weird. It like it's just such a weird thing it was a long time coming like i i dabbled when i was younger and long I thought, time coming is a great title for long time coming is yeah, good exactly um i dabbled when i was younger and just didn't really like it and i also think maybe that was just like part of the growing up in the suburbs and everyone not many people i didn't know anyone really it was gay or bi or anything in like Lilydale. that in lilydale out in yeah. the burbs and and then it always sort of like I'd had I'd had girlfriends and and I attracted to girls and I'd see attraction to guys but I'd never really act on it and then mm-hmm. there'd been times when I had and then it wasn't until the um, the same sex marriage vote stuff was oh. coming through and everyone Classic was sort bandwagon of bandwagon jumping <laughs> if I've ever seen it. <laughs> like, well, this seems in. I'll try this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but then it's like colourful. I was just it's seeing yeah. <laughs> yeah. seeing people I grew up with in the suburbs posting I'm voting yes and stuff on their yeah. social media. I was like, oh, I actually think like they're they're sort of quite accepting and stuff. And I'd mentioned to a f- few of my close friends that I'd I'd hooked up with dudes, and then uh, I remember speaking to one of my friends who was bi. She had been dating a chick for quite a while, and then she recently went back to a guy, and she realised she thought she was a lesbian, and then she went, mm-hmm. oh, I think I'm, you know, my sexuality is quite fluid, and I'm I'm with a guy now, and I'd never really thought about that. And went maybe that's what I am, and then. The big day came where I changed my Tinder to guys and girls and just doubled all my options. <laughs> is that how it works? Is that how it works? Do, would you, when it comes to Tinder and showing you males and females, is it sort of a 50, 50 Do they go one for one? Uh, no, I think I don't know actually how that works. I mean, it's a, it's a good question. It's isn't a very it? good or question. Or could you be like? I think it. It just depends on. It depends on how many people there are on. It doesn't go one guy, one girl. It just it's just random, I assume. Because the thing with <laughs> that's an interesting question. The, how question. they do in the ratio? Yeah, I wonder. I wonder or like I'm just curious about like from a mind point of view how like does sometimes like one question I feel like people a lot of people would sort of like are you bi or is it just this transition to being yeah, gay? Yeah, it is actually. Sometimes I'd thought shit, it would be so much easier if I was just gay because mm. it still is that confusing thing of like. So I'm, I've been dating a guy for like eight months now, I think it is. Mm-hmm. And he's gay and yeah. he's only just come out as well. Yeah. And so that was, we kind of bonded over that sort of thing. But there was a few times where he's like, are you, just not, are you sure you're not gay? And I'm like, well, I don't know. Like right now I am because I've got a boyfriend. But yeah. Yeah. like I'm still very attracted to girls and I've had relationships to, with girls in the past. And I, I mean, know. I'm feeling his insecurities because when you're with a girl who is a straight girl, she might look at other guys. But now there's the other 50% of the population. Yeah. So it's like... I can look at both. You, can, <laughs> you got the, the point. Who are you looking at? You can't look anywhere. <laughs> Do I feel like a bit of a switch? Like how does it work? Like using the Tinder example, if we're doing a bit of user experience testing, yeah. Yeah. would I... <laughs> If I was if I was working for Tinder, would you suggest that I guy and girl switch between, or would you like a selection where tonight I feel like dating? Um, it, I don't know. For me, it doesn't really feel like it's just it's person to person. I think. Yeah. Like yeah, it's probably personality. You know, like that's such a big part of it too, right? Well, it's like, that, do yeah. I actually like this that's, person? That's exactly it? right. Yeah. It's a. It, I think the complexity, like you said, is like people want to know want to put you and I think it's I think it's okay that people want to put you in a place where they understand you yeah and so I guess that's 
gay or straight or that's it i think a lot of people don't understand that's it well, what do you mean what do you mean like and i, I feel greedy, like greedy you're being that's greedy it. i've got that's a lot of that <laughs> <laughs> but then yeah i don't know it's a hard one to especially with like so i telling my parents was kind of weird because i was like fuck do i have to explain what bi is to them do they yeah, know sure. what that is yeah and they they're were like f- yeah we do it at big w no not lay by <laughs> mum i haven't lay by <laughs> and what was boyfriend. their response um, it was great. They were both really supportive. Dad more so. Like dad, I thought dad would be, cause dad's like pretty blokey into his cars. You know, we don't talk, like we talk, we catch up when we catch up. Mm-hmm. He never calls me and we chat or anything like mum mm-hmm. and I do. But, um, yeah, like he was, he was great. Mum was great as well. But the next day dad called me and I was like, oh no, what's, what's dad calling me for? Someone died. Yeah. And I was like, he's just like, Sam just, tabs on the line. <laughs> Sam get to record this. It's <laughs> like, just checking in how you are after mm-hmm. the news. And I'm like. Yeah, I'm great. Thank yeah. you. But like, yeah, really great. My sister, I actually, I um, I got to, I went to a phase where I was starting to feel co- comfortable with with friends, and I would, I'd be drunk, I'd be drunk, and I'd go, who can I text and just tell? Just because yeah, yeah. then I wake up the next morning and go, oh, that's done. It's easy. Like, yeah, just because the inhibitions are gone. Um, you know, it's well, the ultimate rebrand. Because I end up tweeting the day that the is in December, the day that the um, the legislation passed. I was a gig that night and I was a bit drunk and I thought, fuck it, I'm just going to tweet it. Because I know a lot of my friends aren't on Twitter, like my close friends. Yeah. And it was just a good way to just do it. And then I got like so much people retweeting and tweeting because that day was full of support for everyone. Mm. And then I think my sister's friend followed me on Twitter and told my sister, my sister called me and was like, is there something you want to tell me? And I was like, yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. I clearly don't check Twitter because you didn't tell me until like January or something. Well, yeah. Yeah, well, that's why and that's why it's that hard thing where, and now I'm in, still in that phase where there's a lot of people I haven't caught up with for a while. And, I, and if I'm bringing my boyfriend Ian along, mm-hmm. like I, I just hate doing that introduction straight away. Mm-hmm. This is my boyfriend, by the way. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. It's him. almost <laughs> the, the feelings that, I mean, for, for me, I haven't seen you in a while. Yeah. And did you think that I would know? Not that I mean, it's it's your no. news. It's not like some fucking. Oh, maybe because I, I remember telling Sam Kavanagh that was a great experience. But like, I just assumed I was <laughs> what like, does that mean? <laughs> it was it was just really funny. We we're yeah, again, I was drunk, yeah. and we were driving back from a gig, and there's a few of us in the car, and two of them got out, and I was like, oh, I'm going to go to a bar and meet someone else, and I was going to meet the guy I was seeing, yeah. and he goes, "Who are you meeting?" And I was like. I'm going to tell you now, I suppose. And we're in an Uber and I felt so sorry for this Uber driver for this moment happening. great. I was uh, in the back and Sam was in the front and I was like, well, um, I'm bi. And he's like, what? And we were both a bit drunk. And I was like, yeah, I've started trying to see dudes as well. And he was like, hang on a minute, ask the Uber driver to pull over (laughs) so we can get in the back and have a proper conversation. This poor Uber driver. But um, yeah, I assumed I'd told enough people that would all filter back and then... And no. I guess my, my question in asking that was, are you thinking when you are seeing someone like me, other than you probably knew would talk about it, but it's yeah. like, I wonder if they know and do I have yeah, to Yeah, there is a bit of that sometimes. Like, it is, is there, there is anxiety a bit of that sometimes. Around that? Yeah, sometimes. Do you reckon the panic attacks were at all connected to this, like trying to discover what was going on in your head? Or No, nah, I don't think at that time I was kind of Give okay the bloke a break, he's it. fucking about to do stand-up comedy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually really thought about that. Um... Because I, I had a girlfriend at the time and we actually, I hadn't spoken about it with my girlfriend, mm. um, but that wasn't really playing on my mind. Cause mm. we were, that was the stress for me was that I was moving away and mm. I just was not sure if long distance would work. 
Um, yeah. What? So it sounds like alcohol has played a part in helping you deal with shit in the sense of like, oh, you know, like I get... It kind of has, which yeah. is like I'm not promoting it, but... Mm-hmm. It, it's known it as a social helped. lubricant. Absolutely. And uh, lube you right up. <laughs> Not like that. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Uh, I'm just trying to think of the, the headlines. This is going to be... This is oh, gonna be great. Well, I was thinking like we can do you a service. This can be... Like if we can get this out far and wide enough, then it's you very have to cocky tell. that a lot of people are listening no, to this. Uh, no, the, no I don't think that they will. But I think no, that A lot if, of people might be hearing it for the first time. I'm going to call Leon Shergren is now bi <laughs> as the headline. Yeah. Are you cool with that? Yeah. Sure. Actually, I feel like bi is too far in the headline, so we have to go bisexual. Leon? Question mark. <laughs> it's putting it. It's putting the sort of not burying the lead. Right, we don't want to looking bear for the clickbait uh, option. Uh, with his uh, have to sit through a lot of shit to get to this, don't <laughs> exactly. they? Exactly. They're like Reese Maston. Put on the show notes. Yeah, it's <laughs> all ABC. ABC. All always all, be contenting. Are you thinking that people have a lot of questions for you? Like, is that something? Yeah, that goes through your sometimes. Head? I think with bi as well, I feel like it's a, you know, I feel like being homosexual for a while was like a lot of people had questions and now it's very common. Well, there's been a lot more thrown into the mix. I had a 16-year-old work experience kid mm. um, in here for a couple of months and she was telling me about some of her friends, yeah. pansexual. What's uh, a pansexual? Oh, I have some oh, of mate. those questions about some of those things. I don't, I'm not like, and that's the thing, like I'm not into that culture at all really either is like I don't. I'm not really across all that. Maybe I should be, but <laughs> I don't think you have to be. I don't know <laughs> nah. if that's how. Oh, Do what fuck, you feel. I better go to go <laughs> study. Didn't up. even go to bloody uni for this, guys. <laughs> Did you hear that? Leon just fucking jumped into it without going to uni. <laughs> got a scholarship, <laughs> exactly. No, you got a doctorate. Like, what's the? You got the uh, honorary doctorate? honorary degree. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, fuck. If it doesn't make it more confusing with all these new labels, oh, I mean, yeah. feeling what you are feeling is it's confusing as hell. And I like it's stupid. It's weird to think. Maybe this well, this could have been me from early on since I was like I reckon it's been nineteen or twenty yeah. when I and but I think yeah maybe that's just I don't know well here I am now and so <laughs> uh, do, what's the what's how have you reconciled it all from back in sort of December when you were sort of going out hard versus now coming what's, out hard yeah what did coming, I say what do you mean coming no, out going, going out, out hard. hard oh did I say going out I meant yeah. coming out coming out yeah. coming out hard I thought you just um, meant he was out drinking a lot yeah it was doing that still too. am <laughs> uh, thank you Breezer thank you, for the, uh, the chives thank and you. the flat white I'm always cautious I don't like soy milk so I'm She's always cautious just been out the most important part has she got any <laughs> questions <laughs> you mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, so just Leon, listen back <laughs> Leon's bye <laughs> if you missed yeah. that bit if you missed it and Reese Maston is still <laughs> Leon nearly spat his coffee out then. Um, have a sip. Mm. Uh, oh, well, you're looking at me. Uh, oh, thank you, Breezer. Um, oh, yeah, no. So when from December to now, mm. you've had the uh, time to sort of reflect and maybe get to a slight amount of normality in regards to okay, yeah. What yeah, is yeah. It, what's the difference? What does it feel like? Um, it's a good question. I don't know. It just. Yeah, I think maybe is that less of that anxiety of, fuck, have I seen this person in a while? Do they know? Should I tell them? Because for me, I'm I don't want to have any of that social awkwardness of that. For that example, for you yeah. turning up to a drinks mm-hmm. and me introducing my boyfriend yeah. and you going, oh, um, <laughs> wonder what I would. But have I done. also, I'm, it's more so I don't want to make. Other people feel awkward. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think because I'm, you're a fine. Jokey I'm pretty self-deprecating. Guy. That's it. Yeah, like, you're um, a pretty jokey guy. So it's like, I feel like in that moment, I probably, 
I would have. The funny thing is that over text it was like perfect. A lot of people didn't believe me over text. Yeah. I was just joking. No, but I thought it was good. Like I think over text, over phone, or even just like you and I having a conversation at a party, it would be a hard one because I would feel, I think uh, I would get hives. I feel like I get like anxious hives. I feel yeah. like in that moment I'd get hot because I'm so, like, <laughs> I don't know. Like I want to be, I don't give a fuck and I'm like supportive and I don't mind but am I like is there some sort of joke that's going on that I'm not that <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean like it's, it's an weird... awkward it's yeah it's so many you don't want to offend people and it's it's just a really awkward one like, any weird ones so I was just thinking then so I started so my boyfriend Ian is from Scotland he moved here uh, over a year ago mm-hmm. and he's the same he had he's, he's gay but he had not come out he came out to like one or two people and then when he was over here, he sort of went through that same phase of just going, yeah, I'm going to start telling a few people. Mm. And Good for a rebrand when you go overseas. Well, that's it. You know, starting a new new country. Mm-hmm. And, um, me. Yeah. So we met on Tinder mm-hmm. and we went on a few dates. What was your Tinder bio? Do you, do you feel the need when you're on Tinder to say, hey, I'm I did. Bi? I think it was, it was yeah, uh, newly by still in the bi. early days. Get kind connected of like with that. anyone you knew that would have known or had you already told people at this time? Um, no, I hadn't told many people, and okay. that was for me another step of like, well, if they yeah. see me and they're looking for guys, ah, uh, sure, they would probably either understand mm-hmm. or you know, reach out and chat or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but so we connected. I still remember our first date. We were both so paranoid. Me, just specifically, I was just like, all right. So if we bump into anyone we know, we're mates. We met at Glastonbury last year. The you music told festival. Him this. No, we both sort of agreed okay. on like a cover story. It was so weird. We had each other's backs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's always the start of a good relationship, yeah. having yeah. each other's backs. Absolutely. And then um, uh, and then I think, so we dated for a little bit and then it was kind of weird because a few people I knew knew. Otherwise, mm-hmm. we were just sort of like, you know, mates hanging out. And then it was his birthday and he had a few mates from Scotland and England because um, he's a doctor, so a lot of the doctors and that are over here. He invited me to his birthday dinner, so it was like six of us, and it was six, like five of his mates and me, just a mate he met at Glastonbury last year, and they had no idea that like. Um, well, the so reality I was just is sitting you, there, you and did go to Glas- well, Glastonbury. Well, It was a perfect cover so story. It was a good cover. <laughs> it was a great cover story because uh, that's how we connected. His photo was him at Glastonbury, the music festival, Amazing. and um, yeah, so we're sitting there at this dinner, and it was. Him, his best friend who he told, um, his housemate, and then like four or five other mates and they had no idea and I was just some mate that I met at Glastonbury and then happens to be in Melbourne where he moved. How did you feel? That was really quite awkward. Mm-hmm. That was like... Because you were like... Covering all my... Because I was a bit more okay with it at that time and he was still... He hadn't told them. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I was more, for his sake, just being careful of what I was saying and... My covering my backstory and all that sort of stuff. Well, I mean, what could you have said? It's like you know when we fucked the other. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, you're oh, not, you're not oh, go I did there. it. I yeah. said it. <laughs> but what, what are some of like? What is the actual internal monologue? Like, what are the things that you we wouldn't just think of that you're actually thinking about that you can't necessarily say? Um. What this is now or at that point when I was like wasn't point, telling people. You're you're at the dinner. There's six of you and you're Leon the mate. Because in I some regards, it's like that whole thing of like, oh, don't overthink it, you're just a mate. But clearly there's going to be that thing of like, well, if I say this, is that going to sound too intimate or yeah. what yeah, is the reality? It's all those little things. I can't think of a speci- of specific. Yeah. It's, but it's all those like, like, why are we still mates? Why are we hanging out in Melbourne still? Um, 
all that sort of stuff. We've really. um, talked a, a bit about a, a movement around radical honesty. Have you heard of this? Mm-hmm. So it's like there's these groups no. that get together in a circle and they just throw out these, you know, uh, things they've been hiding or keeping behind. I hate Josh. And they, <laughs> I mean, they one-up each other. Nothing radical. Aware of nothing that. radical. <laughs> but uh, it's, there is something liberating about telling your truth or totally. being, being honest. Was, yeah. uh, did you find, and I guess for anyone who's, going through something where they haven't talked about it, Mm. was there like a progression of power or um, a a feeling inside? I think it is that, and I assume it's with a lot of people when they come out, like it's relief. I still, I feel like, you know, a lot of people come out and they, here's a Facebook post and like Mm -hmm. it's just bang, a lot of people, you know, at once get that sort of thing. It felt for me, it was just scatters of things here and there. Like my closest friends I told a year ago that I, you know... More sort of micro content. So. You're going for sort of the micro content strategy. Yeah, I didn't want a big spike. I just yeah. wanted, you know, a good that, long yeah. story arc. Yeah, and then you can <laughs> do a big sort of... Yeah, ABC, do a big... But I actually said to you in the... One of the first things I wrote back was if I could have your... Um, the coming out exclusive. Did you so, really? Yeah, I literally... I didn't I even remember this. I did. Uh, You've got it. Fuck, uh, damn it. Didn't even talk money. Exactly. It's amazing. (laughs) Shy of chocolate frog. (laughs) No, mate, that's that's the best. He said, "I said, congrats. That's so exciting. You've found someone. Who's your BF? I was going to ask if I can have the exclusive coming out video on my channel. Oh, that was my YouTube when that was a thing. Um, The exclusive coming out video on my channel, as they do great YouTube on YouTube. I don't have a YouTube channel. I think they're saturated by that now. I think." Yeah, it would have to be... Uh, if I go to... back in and just go, no, I'm straight again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then that well, you know what I'm, I'm hearing though is he messages you because he, imagine what your response to him on text message, imagine if you found out in the moment <laughs> at a pub yeah. when I mean, people are drinking. Absolutely. How weird would he go? I would be pretty weird. <laughs> but I think the thing is like there's a... Um, my point, like that reaction is exactly what I'd say. Like that is actually the reaction. It's like... It's the, that that thing of right where you can be like oh you can get all tiptoe like get all weird yeah and I'm like actually like how am I actually like what am I this is Leon Leon hasn't changed like yeah and that's the, the thing for me I've not had I don't think I've had any negative I don't think I've had any negatives or anything that's it's felt a bit weird yeah which is so it's weird to think that's the whole thing stopping people doing it it's like people are going to think of me differently well, I think it's which also, I still think they do a bit but I also go eh, but I don't think I've changed much. But it's also not knowing like how to communicate it or what it even means too. Well, that's it. It's like... The I've f- never even thought about that sort of idea. It's like it's, for me, it was always like, oh, I was probably just one or the other. Because a lot yeah. of people do think, oh no, it's just, you're just saying bye because you're not ready to admit you're gay. And I was like, mm-hmm. I would happily admit that if I was. I just, yeah. I, mm. don't, I don't think I feel 100% towards one gender. I wonder if it's the same <laughs> in, a straight, in a straight heterosexual relationship. Is that what you say? Fuck, I'm not across it. A straight relationship. Straight relationship, yeah. Straight relationship. When it's like, are we official or not official? I wonder if there's a feeling from your boyfriend that's like, I need you to say you're gay so that we can... Well, he's be. bi anyway, first of all. No, but... Yeah. I, no, no, but... So I need to take that step across and because then... Because you're leaving all these chicks on the table out there. Yeah. yeah. And well, not all that come, not that. <laughs> Don't <laughs> All of them. Sorry, I was going to call. Um... Yeah, no, no, and we spoke about that, yeah. and he's fine. But like, it's you know, I think a lot of people it would be an issue. Like, it would, like as you said, make your mind up. I was like, well, I have. <laughs> I've yeah. chosen you as a person. Not yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, fuck. In ten Mate, years' time, a, he's a doctor. 
A Scottish doctor, I've won. I'm a jackpot. <laughs> yeah, I That's a jackpot. I thought when you said that. <laughs> Shit. Um, uh, 10 years' time, 15 years' time, This, like these semantics around these things won't oh, even exist anymore, right? Yeah, there's, they're disappearing. So It's... Um, it's fucking awesome, dude. Do you yeah. look at Do you look back at the how you've lived your life previously, mm. and how how do you sort of reconcile that? What does that feel like? It doesn't feel any different. Like I don't think I don't think me if I'd come out as bi earlier, mm. I don't think I'd be in any different life. Do you think that you? I feel like there's some people who I've met who have come out later in life, and they've almost been sort of. The one to say, oh, geez, that's a bit gay, or they play up sort of the antagonist to sort of homosexuality. Yeah. Do you, do you, do you think that there was any of that that you were like a desire to go into broish culture or anything like that, or, or try and be more like something else? Well, like you a were lad. To, yeah. I don't like think so. I've always been pretty true to myself, and I don't yeah. really adjust to to make it any different. Yeah. I just it's just a different label now, mm. I suppose. I mean, there's no thought. This is a thing, right? It's like for me, it's like I can't. I've never once thought anything about your sexuality or your sexuality. Yeah. And I think to people that you know, when you're straight, they're not thinking about it. When something comes up, then people think about it. Totally. It's a. It, it is a bizarre, and that's just culturally from growing up. Like I remember using gay a lot. When yeah. I was a kid, and I'm sure you fucking did too. Did oh yeah, you? probably did. Yeah, yeah. And it's only because <laughs> like Leon's like, eh, probably did. Whoa, bro. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. That's why I say you yeah, probably we've all did. said it. We've all done it. We've all said it. We've all done it. <laughs> yeah. I remember being in a. Uh, I was 16, and I was getting a lift back from a party in Coburg mm. from a friend of mine's dad, and there was three of us in the car, and her dad was driving, and if you've ever heard a gay man, like you know the, I guess. How someone would put on a gay person's voice? Yeah, not that that's doing a stereo, stereotypical, offensively stereotypical voice, offensively yeah. stereotypical gay voice. That was him, mm. and I knew his ex-wife because they weren't together. Yep, and he is gay. And I said to her, and I was sixteen, and I was probably fucking a bit rude. I said to, her, "Hang on, so you're telling me you never thought he was gay?" And she said, to, "And she said to me, no." He was from Europe. <laughs> I just thought he, he had was an from accent. Europe. He was that's from what Europe. she said to me. But, yeah, but I look back on that and it's like... That it's offensive to two different things <laughs> there now. <laughs> exactly. I, yeah, I know. That's such a, a young kid being offensive to this lady, yeah. but it's quite a funny answer. That's all you have to say when you're introducing your boyfriend now. He's just from Europe. Well, he is. <laughs> yeah, no. It's, it's, the, it's the, the perfect cover story. Oh, yeah. well, I'm off to Europe. Nothing in that. Nothing in that, everyone. Can, we, to- can we finish um, a bit off this topic? Mm. The time that you interviewed a guy, I think it was a guy oh, or a girl, yeah. who... Because you had another podcast. No, I had another podcast. You know, and this, was my fa- this is my favourite podcast. This is the thing. We, I had a podcast that was... Um, so successful be, before, way before podcast. It would have been nine years ago. Were you? And we had a huge following. For what was when it podcast. called again? It was called The Boardroom. The Boardroom I with Jackie? With Jackie, Jackie Bron, Steph. Yeah. You used to use so the S- Nothing's fucking changed using the SEA, all the studios and well, stuff. Yeah. yeah we all, were, we're all employees of the company. Yeah, perfect. And um, it was essentially once a week we'd all come with one topic and usually it would be something that's a bit, you know, controversial or just a bit filthy and there'd be <laughs> absolutely no no um, no limits. And we did the podcast for a while and it got to the point where literally we had a client get on board. Sexy Land was paying us right. to give out. It was when Fifty Shades of Grey was first popular to give out um, like little mini 
dominatrix kits to listeners who would write us the filthiest um, erotica. Man, so I, good. But, and there was one. But there was one episode which the oh the dolphin. This this is yeah. again Just back to back to when we. Uh, <laughs> I know. I set it up, and you then you get really, but I got really excited it's because I'm is, like, I remember it. this is. Great. I'm not sure how much you you'll be editing of the podcast, but you're full, none of it, none of it, zero. No. Full. Okay, so yeah. this goes back to when I loved chasing guests, going, I'm going to track down this person and get them on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd read this weird clickbaity article about a guy that released a book, and I, a book, and I thought I read the article and I thought this can't be real, but <laughs> I found his name and thought I'm going to do some searching and see if I can get him on the show. Um, Did he work in a canteen? (laughs) (laughs) With Zane's mum? His name is Malcolm J. Brenner. Yeah. And he released an e-book called um, Wet Goddess, Recollections of a Dolphin Lover. And what is that? This man had a six-month sexual relationship with a dolphin at SeaWorld in San Diego in the 80s. Unbelievable. The author did? The author did, yes. So it was his retelling of that one summer... Wow. Um, no one's optioned it for a film yet, which yeah. is weird. But um, <laughs> it's yeah, it's pretty remarkable. He was so blasé about how he spoke about it in detail. Like, and I, we were asking questions that were it's like, is, is it anything? Has it got anything to do with the blowhole? Or yeah, well, that's it was sh- hilarious. So one of the things that stood out for me this nine years ago or eight years ago that I listened to it was when he said, "You can't make a two hundred or three hundred pound." creature have sex with you mm-hmm. and i was like that's actually a fucking good point because he was it was all around mm-hmm. the dolphin yeah. wanted to have oh, sex. hashtag rape culture <laughs> yeah that's, i've just got a photo of him up for you oh, holy moly hell <laughs> we'll put a link to this malcolm j notes. brenner can we put a link to your podcast available. is a podcast still out no well here's the other thing is um a boss heard that from the company and said look the podcast not that interview there's some stuff on there that was a bit a bit, bit you filthy. Know, real filthy and you know um and he said look i it's very funny. I love that you're doing something creative. Yeah, yeah. Start with a positive. Start with a positive. <laughs> but if someone took that and, you know, print it in black and white, out of context, it could be pretty offensive. So we may have to stop it. <laughs> That's yeah. so, so sad. So how many episodes did you do? I reckon about 30-something, uh, 40-something. How do you feel looking back? I still listen to them every now and then, and they're fucking funny. Yeah. One yeah. day I will... Just release them for the sake of releasing them again. Wait, so you took them all down? We had to take them all down. Yeah. Well, you might lose your job soon after this interview. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I will sell those episodes yeah, back. Exactly. Perfect. <laughs> I'm still spewing that there wasn't a pay freeze at all. And I was just, <laughs> yeah. just game paid shit money. That's all right. I'll, That's I'll ask fine. them when I'm back there. Yeah, maybe they could sort of do, do some sort of... Yeah, yeah. Do a um, uh, He's a Jimmy Grant's guy. <laughs> that was a good gear. What? Um, the guy who had to pay all the... Who's the George? No, not George. George. Who's the, I'm doing yes. this with my head. George Colombaris. George Colombaris. He had to there pay was, a lot of money back because he was, he was accused underpaid. of underpaying yeah, people. Yeah, yeah uh, allegedly. Allegedly. If anything, you may have been overpaid, so you might have to pay them back. <laughs> so, yeah, imagine if that's how it went. Fucking <laughs> No, Josh, we looked into it. You actually owe us money. <laughs> exactly. We, uh, we looked at the CCTV footage. We realized You chatting with Jack Post wasn't a production meeting. <laughs> I actually remember that. I remember uh, my boss, uh, Michael Lever, coming in. And say, Josh, you have been sitting in that room with Jack for four hours. And I said, We're talking about content. <laughs> was that the day you fired? <laughs> no, was it? I quit. I quit, guys. But um, Just before they fired. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, get in before they do. Yeah, yeah exactly. absolutely. It's the uh, the Daily Talk Show, everyone. You can send uh, send your emails to hi at thedailytalkshow.com. And the style of this show is that people aren't just guests, they're friends of the show. So, 
we will, if Leon will come back, I guess you'll have a lot of time after the firing. Uh, we'll, of time. We'll, uh, just around the corner. I'm happy yeah, to go on yeah, into it. So, yeah, we can, maybe we could, uh, maybe get the dolphin guy on again and say, hey, can we do it? I'd love him. to have can him we, on. Do you know what we should do? We should try and have him on again, but say, look, it's a G-rated show. And yeah, see what Medi- he can, yeah, yeah. See what or he can I'll t- come on and just stay anonymous. <laughs> yes. Amazing. If, and listen to Leon's podcast. Yeah, Am I, yeah. Funny? Am I Funny? Yeah, feel free. So good. Thanks, Thanks guys. Bye.